People of the internet, how do? I'm the Efkin Guy, this is that Efkin Show, and it's time to play the world's favourite fun-filled nihilistic role-playing quiz show about the end of the world. Back your bags and a whole load of chocolate bars. It's time for Randall Parker's Armageddon Vacation. host a man who could one day be the person to replace Mark Mode on the BBC's radio flagship movie review show if only his mum or dad were in the position of power at the station and could pull the strings to give him the job. He is Randall Parker of Randall Parker's Film Club. Good Glad to be here. So what do you think of that whole situation with Mark Commode and Simon Mayo leaving? Do you reckon you'd be fit for the job? I can't stand the prick. <laughs> I'm glad he's fucking off. What's with that fucking hair? <laughs> He's a man in his sixties. Fucking get a proper haircut, you prick. So, if they called you up, which um, aging BBC radio DJ would you host with? Do you reckon Gary Davis, Tony or... Blackburn, Tony Blackburn, DLT, if he's still allowed in? I is he DLT? Is he the um, crusty cornflake or the rusty cornflake? He was, yeah, early cornflake, honey. Yeah, they call him nonce now, don't they? Yeah, something like that. Used to call him that before behind his back. <laughs> <laughs> Moving swiftly on. So I've got to say, I love your show. It's one of the few I actually say I download and actually do download it. Unlike that 100 Things oh. show and um, the Hallmark show. They're, they're terrible. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> so you, like many other people, started your podcast to stave off the boredom of COVID lockdown. That's right, yeah. How did it go for you? Would you say the time you had off work was good for you? Like, had for, like it was for some others, you know, some people actually enjoyed the lockdown, you got to express yourself creatively, or was it a living hell? Oh, well, first half of it, I spent most of my time on YouTube watching Russian car crashes, which which did sort of take up a lot of my time. So what, but uh, then I thought, yeah, why not start a podcast? That'd be a bit of fun, you know. I'd been listening to a couple and thinking, these are shit. I could do better than that. So I had a crack. <laughs> Turns out I'm just as shit as they are. <laughs> <laughs> Were movies always going to be your first choice for a subject on the show then? No, no. Um, I've got a mate, Big Ken. He does me jingles, right? And uh, he's big into conspiracy theories, right? And I thought I'd have a podcast where I ask him about a conspiracy theory and he could give me all the information on it. So we did a trial, one of them. And I said to him, look, what's all these bollocks about Roswell? Eight fucking hours he went on. Eight fucking hours, so I thought, knock that on the head. So I decided on films. I mean, I, I, did, I love, consider myself a bit of an expert because I love the, all the Marvel films, so I thought I'd have a crack at that. And uh, that's, where, that's where the film's going from. Conspiracy theories, true crime, very popular. I, I know a lot of them do run four or five hours, so it might he, have been a hit. He, know. he bangs on for fucking days, I tell you. So if you're ever bored, just phone him up and ask him one of these. Asking about Kennedy getting shot, fucking hell, you won't go to sleep for days. Does he think the Earth is flat as well, or...? He's a he's flat Earth as well, yeah, all that shit. Like, you talk to him, right, and you think, oh, fucking hell, I'm going. He follows you out the fucking house, and you're walking down the street, and he's still fucking talking to you about it. Jesus, he's not bright. Do you think the moon's hollow or a hologram, then, do you reckon? Or have you asked him that one yet? He thinks he's made of... He probably thinks he's made of fucking cheese, the idiot. 
folks. Do you have a Letterboxd account or an IMDb account to review movies on? Or did you have one before you started no. the podcast? No, no, I don't. I, I can't stand IMDb. It gets on my fucking nerves, right? You're watching a film with someone and they're going through the fucking trivia and they go like, did you know, uh, when they were shooting that film, right? she had the shits for two days, kept having nip off for the crap. Ruined Atomic Blonde for me, that did. <laughs> you know? I am one of those people who look at the trivia like straight after a film's finished. Yeah. Oh, whilst I don't know people who do whilst the film's on. Well, my partner gives me to do that. She was often sit there and go, I know that person. I know that person. And you go, okay. Can, can you look her up? It's like, okay, you look her up. You've not seen any of the films. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've seen her. It's like, she was an episode of Friends once. Oh, that was it. Yeah, I remember from, from Friends. Like one episode. Person in background Jesus. of cafe, whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> No, no, it's not for me, IMDb. It's uh, bloody annoying. And then, like, what's it? Now, if you do look for somebody on there, you're going through it, and you go, oh, yeah, there they are. Oh, fucking hell, they were in that marvellous. Great. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> and then they've got, like, the goof section as well, where they go, like, what's it? And, like, you're looking through, and it goes, like, what's it? You're going Fast and Furious or something. And it's actually, the Ford Escort RS 1600 was never done in a left-hand drive. All right, Andrew. You're like, fuck off. Who cares? There was an entire film made of it, wasn't there, for The Shining? And there's one bit yeah. where they're talk, they shot Jack Nicholson head on and he's talking. And then they cut to his wife and it cuts back to him. And there's no, the chair in the background's moved. And then the next scene, it cuts back to him and he's back there. And they think it's a big meaning behind it. So maybe that, that the left hand drive Ford Escort means something deeper. Could well do. Probably doesn't. But just means Vin Diesel's a fat bastard. <laughs> so, bottom five least favourite movies of all time. Well, no. How many's Christopher Nolan done? Uh, he's done Memento. Yeah. All the Batmans. You know what, Batman yeah. fan? I don't know. It gets on my nerves a bit. Why didn't they just shoot him in the bottom half of his fucking face? Yeah. Right? That'd get it done, wouldn't it? Dunkirk, right? Which is basically two and a half hours of people waiting for a fucking ferry. <laughs> Fucking shot. Okay, so all the Nolan films, pretty much them. Oh god, yeah, all of them. Uh, X Men Origins Wolverine. That's another shit one. Ask answers all the questions about Wolverine you never wanted to know. It doesn't answer any of the ones you do want to know. Like, how does he wipe his ass when he's angry? <laughs> was that the one that was released online before it was finished? Released in the fucking cinema after it was finished. <laughs> I've got a fucking script. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a classic, um, all-time great, that one. If you were to assemble your top cast for a film, say four or five people, yeah. actors dead or alive from any era, who would you cast? The ultimate film cast for you. Well, it'd have to be Cynthia Rothrock, right, the Queen of Kung Fu. Right, fucking great she is. I used to have a poster of her right, doing a high kick right, with the knockers out, but covered them up, classy like, you know. I'll have her. Fucking hell, she's fucking great. Uh, Brian Blessed, fucking love him, eh? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining that trailer now, just with those two. Him shouting his big, big fat fucking face off. Yeah, oh, I kicking with our top on. Two, three or four, two or three others, you reckon? It, or just those two? And a very underrated actress, I've always thought, Anne Kirk Bride. Yeah. Yeah, no, and Kirk Bride, who used to play Deirdre Barlow. Yeah. Fucking great actress she was. Deirdre Barlow. Can come back. 
Yeah, yeah. Them fucking sinews in the neck. Fucking hell, that was amazing move. They could swing off them. <laughs> and uh, Sylvester Stallone as well. Although he did nick the idea of over the top of the landlord from the dog and partridge when he was behind him in the fag counter queue at the quicksave many years ago. Interesting. Oh, man. So, yeah. So, so we've got Cynthia Rothrock, Brian Blessed, Deirdre Barlow, and still best of Stallone. Be a fucking great film, man. Yeah. Don't know what he'd be about. New, new Stallone or old Stallone? Like Spendables, Rubber Face Stallone, or Fresh Faced? Melty. He looks like alone. he looks like the fucking thing out of the Fantastic Four now, don't he? Yeah, he's a bit. Yeah, yeah. Bit I'll have to, I'll have a, I'll have a younger one. I'll have a younger one. Yeah, probably about the time of you know Rocky Four that sort of thing. Yeah, classic. Yeah. So I'll go with that. You got a name for the film at all? You reckon? Or the Bastards. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Favorite movie apocalypse scene. Do you have a favorite? I did enjoy. Have you seen Don't Look Up? Seen that? Don't look up. I've not seen that one yet. No. No, no. It's uh, on Netflix. It's Scott Leonard did a crap in it. That bloke. And that. Uh, I'd like that. I'd like, I'd like, I'd like that one because it's a great way to bring an average film to an end. I tell you, an asteroid hits it and wipes every fucker out. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet, so that's just spoiled it for me. Ah well, never mind. You weren't missing much. Unless it's made by Roland Emmerich, I don't want to watch an apocalypse movie. No, no. Moonfall. That's the one. Oh, that that looks amazing, that does. A hollow moon coming to hit you. Ken would like that, then. Oh, Ken would fucking go on for fucking days about that, the fat bastard. Yeah, told you, told you. Hollow. Yeah. See? Must be true. It's in a fucking film. <laughs> so when the world ends... Because let's face yeah. it, when it does end, there's not much we can do about it. But enjoy the show. Where would yeah. you like to be to watch for, it? Forward to it. Yeah. I would love to be on top of a mountain in just my vest and pants, sat in a deck chair, eating a big bag of crisps with a big fuck off telescope. And I'll be watching everyone fucking fry, be laughing my bag off at them. <laughs> oh, shit, did you hear that? Sounds like some horns. Just shat yourself, what the fuck was that? So, what's that horn you hear? We'll find out after this advert break. Give us your socials. Where can we find you online? Uh, you can find me on, on Twitter. At Randall Parker One, that's me. I'll just generally post shit on there and tell you when my new episodes are out. I haven't got a website because I was going to get Ken to do me one, but he told me fuck off when I wouldn't let him sing at the end of my program. So, uh, so that's still a work in progress. So there we are. That's where you can find me, or under a rock. That's <laughs> usually where people find me. <laughs> but not on Letterbox or IMDb. Definitely. Oh no, no, fuck that off. <laughs> Those horns you heard before the break, that was a sign the end times are upon us. Ah, looking forward to it. The four horsemen are sweeping the world with their angelic minions, taking the righteous to heaven. Thing is, they're also killing the ones that aren't worthy, which is a lot. A lot of people. Yeah. It's a fucking loud. So the heavens have opened up and a giant hand comes down and points directly at you. Oh, yeah. 
course it would wouldn't it right you randall Parker. fine specimen i am <laughs> you are the chosen one the chosen one who gets to continue on for eternity spreading the word of humanity far and wide throughout the galaxy and universes you will be humanity's messenger oh, they fucked then aren't they <laughs> so for this task i've created a celestial craft an arc upon which you can choose to take six six items no more no less only six five will be too few whereas seven is too many six is the number of how many items you must choose to take with you i can manage that you are then whisked away by a blinding flashlight and standing in an all-white room a figure of pure energy and love is standing before you although human-like it is shapeless it speaks to you randall parker what form would thou like me to take one that you would both trust and obey to advise you on your quest throughout the universes i'd like it to look like snooker player steve davis <laughs> steve davis any reason inspiring steve davis he's fucking great I used to go to the same primary school as him. Not in the same year. He's ancient. What would thou slight me to call of upon you? What's that? Sorry. <laughs> what do you want to be called, mate? <laughs> Speaking all biblical, isn't he? Fucking Randall Parker. <laughs> we used to do sometimes run across people who like to be called something a bit more majestic. No, can change your name. No, Paul, who is who changed his name to John, and John who changed his name to Paul, and Ringo who didn't change his name at all and what name would thou like this heavenly craft to be called what would your arc be called? randall's randall's spaceship self-explanatory there yeah well it does what exactly it says on the ship isn't it? my spaceship now this part is the most important part you must choose six not five or seven six things you like to take with you on your love quest to spread joy and happiness in god's name throughout the galaxy you can take anything you want apart from other humans Right. As they all have been deemed unworthy, unlike you. Yeah. Yeah, well, I wouldn't have bring brought any ambassadors anyway. First thing then, probably a machine what shags you. Self-explanatory. <laughs> Hours of fun for the family. <laughs> okay. Any any specific type of machine that shags you? Do you have one in mind? Well, one you've sort of well, bookmarked? Well, you want one for front and back, don't you? You know, a bit of variety. That's true. Machine what shags you. <laughs> front and back okay and your second item the complete works of shakespeare because you're gonna need something to wipe your ass on aren't you that's true complete works of shakespeare any particular one you enjoy wiping your ass on no any of them they're all shit <laughs> house wood and all that shit and bollocks <laughs> fuck it off <laughs> complete works of shakespeare for wipage and your third item third item would be a cow a cow because i'd love to ride it about randall's spaceship because think about it right nice and slow nice and wide leather seats fucking everything you could want in a mode of transport what specific type of cow you like those big scottish highland ones or your bog standard black and white bog standard black and white ones yeah nice frisian black and white frisian called betty yeah. With a cowbell? Uh, yeah. I'll give her a cowbell. Weird. Hours of entertainment. She'll play me a tune on it, could she? Item number four. Item number four would be a copy of the Littlewoods catalogue, Autumn Winter 1988, which had a particularly impressive bra and knicker section that year. So which year was that? 1988. Autumn Winter. Autumn Winter. 
Yeah. I'll look that one up online later. Yeah, yeah. Used to have one that used to fall open on the pages perfectly. I remember when you first got in there, all like all the pages were stuck together with static. So you'd have to go through the entire thing, getting rid of the static on every single page so it didn't look yeah. suspicious. Yeah, and then they were stuck together later on <laughs> for other reasons. I know eventually they made those little sort of handy sized versions as well you could stash away somewhere rather than the big chunky ones. Stick under your pillow, yeah. Okay, item number five. Item number five, a JML dry buddy. Keep your socks and pants dry. Got to keep them clean, haven't you? You can't have dirty pants in space. JML dry buddy. I've never seen. Is it specifically for socks and pants? No, you can put anything in it, but I'll just put me socks and pants. You don't want first contact with dirty skidders on, do you? You've already got quite a few of them with wiping your ass with the works of Shakespeare. Oh, yeah. Okay. And your final item, number six. Right. Right. I'm going to take with me my four pet rats. Right. Uh, don't talk about them very often, right? Because I don't want people, you know, kidnapping them or something like that. But Doreen, Belinda, Lana, and Sandy, they're, like, they're beautiful girls, and I couldn't do be without them, really. So, so I'll take them with me. Very eclectic mix of stuff. Just mm. go over quickly. You've got a machine, what shags you? Yep. Front and back. The complete works mm -hmm. of Shakespeare for wipage. A cow, standard black and white with cowbell. A copy of Littlewood's catalogue, Autumn Winter 1988. JML Dry Body. And your four pet rats. All good with them? Yep. Go with that. Okay. For those items, we must do a further test to see you're truly worthy of them. So you must. Okay. I have six questions given to you, and you must answer them correctly to take the one of those items. You get one incorrect, you have to sacrifice right. one of them. Now, each question you right. get two attempts okay. at it. Except this first one, which is a multiple choice or multiple part question. Okay. We scanned you as you come aboard and found your specialist subjects. So you should be well up on these, so they okay. shouldn't be too hard at all. So the first question, I'm going to give you okay. eight names of chocolate bars. And you have to tell me if they're actually real chocolate bars or false chocolate bars. Okay. You have to get five of them correct to take an item. And if you get any more over that, you get extra guesses for further questions. Oh, so, are you ready to answer these questions? I'm ready. Yep. The first chocolate bar or chocolate Whopper. Whopper. Whoppers. I've had a Whopper, yeah. Whopper. With an A at the end. You're saying Whoppers are correct? Yep. It is a malted wheat ball covered in chocolate, which is essentially a Malteser. The next one. What do you call it? What do you call it? I'm going to say yes, because I can see some fucking stupid executive at a chocolate bar company going, they fucking love that, them kids are what do you call it? So I'm going to go yeah with that one. Do you want to go for a specific chocolate exec bar executive company? Um... That's going to be one of the really shit ones, you know, like Kinnerton, they make the fucking advent calendars. The really shit chocolate. It's going to be one of them, isn't it? That's correct. It was actually Hershey's. They are pretty shit. It is a chocolate covered caramel coated bar of crunchy peanuts. Yes. Sounds like a shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next one. Chocolate Jesus. I'm hoping it's true, but I don't think it is now. Saying not real. I'm going to go false on that one. Not real. It is not real. It's actually a song by Tom Waits. <laughs> now, top chocolate Jesuses have been made, but they're not mass-produced. One, like for the high street, which is random religious nuts. 
speaking of what we got in them it's <laughs> <laughs> like a hazelnut or something yes pretty much oh, lovely okay next one yep. big nuts uh gonna go false on that one you're saying false false incorrect i'm afraid that is real oh it is um a chocolate bowl with nuts hmm. bigger. next one shite <laughs> I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Yes, I'm gonna go true on that one. Is shite real? It is. Shite is yes. real. It is a Canadian protein bar covered in chocolate, and the campaign online was it's it's healthy to eat shite. <laughs> Comes with a free copy of the works of Shakespeare. <laughs> Next one, a creamy tug job. I've got to go false on that one. <laughs> Correct. That is not real. <laughs> although, although I do want it to be one. Oh, kids love a creamy tug job. <laughs> Dad can have a creamy tug job. Compose <laughs> <clears throat> yourself. I'm a celestial being. Crunky ball nude. Crunky ball nude. Um. I'm gonna go ball nude. I'm gonna go true on that. <laughs> Correct. It is true. That is a uh, Japanese. Oh yes. It's a rice krispie covered chocolate balls filled with hazelnut paste. Sound good or sounds disgusting? <laughs> <laughs> paste. You don't want paste in a bar. <laughs> Uh, gotta love putting crunky ball nudes in your mouth there. And your final one, AIDS. AIDS. Oh, AIDS used to be a chocolate. Well, they used to be like little chocolate things that you had for when you were slimming. Are you saying real? A Y D S. I'm saying. Yep. Go on. Spot on. Yes, it is a oh. appetite suppressants. Yeah. And it contained benzocaine, an anaesthetic that can be used to numb pain and creams for mouse ulcers, toothache, earache, and also prevent premature ejaculation. Oh yeah, I used to have loads of them back in the day. Rub some AIDS on your penis. Yeah. So at the end of that, you got seven out of eight, which is amazing. That is the oh. highest score we've had in that one. So you get to take an item and you get two bonus okay. cases for other questions. So which item are you taking? I'll be taking the machine what shags you. Don't want to be without that, do you? Priorities. Okay. Going to be on this ship for a long time. Next question. This is a multiple okay. choice one two guesses at it and you've got two bonus guesses so you can have four guesses at this one if you want overall. okay which of these chocolates is the biggest selling in the united kingdom so is it a is it a, a kinder surprise a double decker cadbury's dairy milk cadbury's whisper or a kit kat i'm gonna go kit kat you're saying kit kat is incorrect Another no. have a guess at that one. You've got Kinder Surprise, Double Decker, Cadbury's Dairy Milk, or Cadbury's Whisper. I'll go then Kinder Surprise because kids are always fucking going, Get one of them, get one of them, fuck off, can you? Yeah, I'll go with that. Kinder Surprise. That is also incorrect. Oh, fuck you. Now you can move on at this point or you can have another guess. You've got two bonus guesses. Uh, let's move on. Let's move on. Okay, but it means you have to sacrifice something, I'm afraid. Yeah. 
Yeah, fuck them rats off. They're making a noise at the moment. Fuck them right off. Don't piss off, you little bastards. So sentimental. Yeah, yeah. fuck it. <laughs> They're ungrateful. Next question. The country that consumes the most chocolate in the entire world every year per capita is Switzerland. They consume 8.8 kilograms per person per year. On this list, where does the United Kingdom sit? So where do we sit on the list of countries' consumption of chocolate in the entire world? How high are we? I'd probably say about, about third. You're saying third. That's incorrect. Oh, Another guess at that one, though. Fucker. Okay. Uh, I'll go seventh then. That is also incorrect, I'm afraid. You have got two extra guesses, so you can have oh, a gamble pop at it. Fucking hell. Go on, I'll have another pop then. Third. <laughs> I've had third, haven't I? Yeah, you've had first. <laughs> you can say it again if third. you want. I've had third, yeah. <laughs> well, will it be right if I say it again? Uh, I'll go, go fourth then. Okay, fourth. Yep. That is correct. We are fourth. Oh, yes, yeah. Consumes We're not as fat as I first thought we were. <laughs> Consume 7.6 kilograms per year. I'll do more than that. Probably fair share. Do me shift. Cool. So that means you get to take another item. Okay. Uh, I'll take me little ones catalogue. <laughs> Something to read whilst I'm using the machine. <laughs> Extra stimulant. Yeah. Don't have to disappoint the machine, do I? Next question. Aside from chocolate, we scanned your mind and come up with this one. Uh, Todd Carty. Played the character of Tucker Jenkins in the TV show Grange Hill prior to receiving his own television spin-off, Tucker's Luck. How many seasons of the show, including guest appearances, did he appear? So how many seasons of Grange Hill did he actually appear on overall, including guest appearances? I'll say six. Think six. That is incorrect. Oh, seven then? Seven seasons, yes. Oh, yeah. Now name them. Name them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Season one, season two, season three, season four, season five. Uh, then probably the last two seasons, which were 26 and 27. He went to 24 seasons. He was in the last season. He was actually in this season 20 as well. Dropping oh, his right. nephew, Todger. Todger. Yep. Todger. I remember Todger. Todger. He was actually in the last episode to see it all off. Burning the fucking place down. <laughs> okay, fuck off, you cunts. Okay, that means you get to take another item. Right, I will go with me cow. Got your cow. There you go. I could always suck on the teeth if I get a bit thirsty. <laughs> well, you do get some uh, lovely ambrosia to eat and drink at the same time. In now, it's it's not much taste to it, but you know. Yeah. So when Tucker left the Halls of Grange Hill, he got his own spin-off show. How many episodes of this show were broadcast and then never repeated or released on DVD ever again? He's only ever had one run on TV. So how many episodes of Tucker's Luck were there? I'll go with 24. 24? Yep. Incorrect. Oh. So a free guess at that one. Working it out. Carry the two. Divide by six. 
Fucking hell. Spot on. 27. There's three seasons. Nine, nine episodes per series. Three series. Yeah, that is a weird number okay. of episodes. But yeah, that's correct. So you get another item. Taking your dry buddy or the complete works of Shakespeare. I'll take the complete works of Shakespeare. You know, I've got to have a clean buff box, haven't you? Definitely. And your final question, which you've got three guesses at. Okay. In 2013, what store did Todd Carty open a branch of on Pier Road, Lennon Park, after a £350,000 refurbishment? Got to be a quick save. Going with quick save. I'm going with quick save. That is correct. Oh, you got your dry body. Fucking, he did a fucking spate of them, didn't he? Okay. <laughs> Along with Barry off of EastEnders. Always fucking, he was either one of the two bastards. That's amazing. It's actually the most successful anyone's ever done on this quiz so far. Almost like he's rigged. So you've got a machine. What shags you? <laughs> the complete works of Shakespeare. Your cow. A copy of the Litwoods catalogue, Autumn Winter 1988 edition. And your JML dry buddy for your socks and pants. Yeah, beautiful. You know what's coming next, though? Yep, something's happened. We'll find out what has happened after this break. Okay, important, I've actually got an advert to read out. This episode of That Fking Show is proudly sponsored by the Dark Corridor website. The Dark Corridor is the place to go for online movie reviews and in-depth critical analysis of the greatest movies of all time. Not sure where to start your cinephilic journey? Hop on over to the Top 500 Movies of All Time playlist and curate your own movie watching experience the right way with cinematic gems from one of the world and Hollywood blockbusters from the golden age of cinema right up to the superheroic dreck clogging up the cinema screens today. That's the darkcorridor.com, the only place in cyberspace with style and grace with a top tier movie ace. Darkcorridor.com, fuck Randall Parker, the dumb dumb troll face. Yeah, fucking twat. <laughs> Paid 10 quid for that. So we're back. And yes, we had a dun dun dun. Have to roll a dice now to see what has happened. Um, how are you spelling Randall Parker? R A N D L D P A R K E R. Ah, oh, shit. Um, you know, actually, the Randall Parker we meant to get for this task. Oh, fucking hell. It happens to me all the time. That just... To redress the balance, we have to actually do something. Um, uh, God has transported Brie Larson aboard. Oh, fucking hell. And she has brought her entire filmography, a unicorn, and wokeism with her. The Randall spaceship oh, is going to be woke. Um, sadly, that means uh, you have to sacrifice two of your items for those I her items. So you have to lose two of your items you have for Brie Larson. Right, in that case, I'm going to lose me JML dry buddy. Right, so I'll have dirty pants and socks. And me complete works of Shakespeare, so I'll have nothing wipe me arse on. I'll be so disgusting, she won't come near me when she's feeling a bit fruity. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. You were actually doing really well up until that point. Like, just, just that fate didn't play you a good hand. So, Jesus Christ. Gonna chuck her out of an airlock after a couple of days. Yeah, I fucking will then. When she's not fucking looking. Look forward to that in the next episode. Randall Barker and Brie Larson's Adventures in Space. Uh, 
before you leave Earth, though, your fucking short episode. <laughs> God has allowed you to give a farewell speech to those souls who have made it into heaven and those that have gone to hell. And also, you can have a little bit of a soundtrack with it as well. So, you want to pick a song and then uh, give you a little farewell speech to everybody? Yeah. Uh, something appropriate and respectful. Probably, I want your sex by George Michael. <laughs> okay. I want your sex with George Michael. Is there a, a censored version or a special version of that at all? I don't know. Whatever one you can find. Remember that one being banned at some point because it had the word sex in it. Do you want to give your farewell speech to the world? All right. I've got a little note here. Dear humans, you all had your chance and you fucked it. You've got what you deserved. Hope it hurts when it all kicks off. I don't discriminate. I hate you all equally. But having said that, I shall take particular pleasure in watching the following groups of people boil out of existence. Obsessive dog owners. People who walk around with Costa coffee cups. People who think Oasis were groundbreaking. Those of you who nipped off for off-hour shits at work. Anglers who wanked off in their little tents. People who always commented on how wagon wheels used to be bigger. Anyone who used to watch, was on Love Island. Anyone who watched Love Island. Those of you who laughed too loudly at your own jokes. The ones who liked later with Jules Holland. 30-year-old women who used to dress up like Harry Potter characters. People who said, ooh, you'll love this, but then it turned out shit. Craft beer wankers. Fat people who said, it's me glands. Arsenal fans. People who liked Gino De Campo. People who were Sagittarius. Anyone who was on Gillette Soccer Saturday. Girls who did their hair like Billie Eilish. People with an inner ear infection. Asda workers. Subway sandwich, art sandwich artists. The Spanish. Piscatarians. Warhammer wankers. Farmers, magicians, chocolatiers, choirs, Coldplay, Jehovah's Witnesses, and Toby fucking Jones. Fuck off and die, you cunts. Best wishes, Randall Parker. And that's all that's left for us to do is bid you goodbye. As Randall flies off into the <laughs> sky sunset. Totalcotzone.com for your fking show needs and desires. Email fkinghello at gmail.com for your grundle picks and hate mail. Uh, buy us a coffee on our website you can give us a rating review track down Randall's show online listen to that, it's great, get more of that that, that pure passion and energy he just gave you right there right. say goodbye everybody bye everybody <laughs> <laughs> oh there's a bum on my screen this is the sexy version oh lovely yeah Bye bye. Get on down. <laughs> <laughs>
or your Moonlight fan base is not going to happen. Moonlighting fan base is not going to happen. Moonlighting. Moonlighting, yeah. That's a, I'm that's fairly a, sure he screams that at Hayley Joel Osmond in the sixth sense, doesn't he? <laughs> now that is a cut I'd watch. Yeah, that's the M. Night Shyamalan cut. <laughs> it's just that on a loop oh, for three and a can half we, hours. Can we, hash, can we hashtag that now? Hashtag... <laughs> Shamalama Ding Dong cut. I want to hear release, Bruce Willis release the screaming slurp my butt into Hayley Joel Osment's scrunched up stupid little face. What a great contribution there, Aaron. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>